From CSA Box, I am Deepak Nanda, and this is Impact Talk podcast. In this episode, with Mr. Vishal Bhardwaj, Group Head, CSR, Dalmia Bharat Limited, and CEO, Dalmia Bharat Foundation, we talk about the role of volunteering in improving employee morale, how skilling can improve livelihood of communities, and why is it that understanding business aspects can help integrate CSR initiatives more seamlessly. Thank you so much for joining us, Mr. Vishal. Thank you so much for having me, Deepak. Now, having worked with government, NGOs, and corporate CSR arm, how would you say they differ in terms of the approach for a cause? Yeah, you know, lucky that I have seen all these uh, three verticals: the government, the NGOs, and the corporate. Uh, the government, you know, what I realized has a sheer scale, you know, and because of that scale. Because they are sometimes slightly more generic as compared to the NGOs and corporates who are far more focused on on given geographies and on given issues. Uh, but I think this authority and uh, uh, responsibility, uh, you know, is is far more well defined in the government sector, you know, as compared to the NGO and the and the corporate uh, sector. Uh, the NGO sector I have seen is is very flexible. You know, the decision making there is the fastest. Uh, you know, because there is not very rigid uh, uh, delegation of authority or the SOPs that they have to follow. Uh, while some of the larger NGOs have actually tried to do that as well, but then they are far more flexible uh, than than the rest. Uh, at the corporate, I think the government, uh, the governance, and the organizational structure. Uh, is pretty well defined you know as compared to others and specifically after the you know uh, implementation of the csr law um, the governance uh, part is very well defined now talking about your current role at dalmia bharat group what are the key thematic areas that you are focusing on and how are you approaching the same so we have done a uh, lot of research you know before selecting the thematic areas that we are working on we have done the community needs assessments we have uh, done the baseline studies we've also looked at the company's risk assessment reports and based on those we have chosen to work on three thematic areas soil and water conservation is one area uh, access to clean energy is another area and uh, skilling people for livelihood this is the third area so these are the three areas that we have chosen to focus on currently now skilling is one of the major aspects when it comes to your work why is it so important and what are the varied projects that you are working on in this domain You know, if you look at uh, our vision, Deepak, our vision actually is to, you know, make every stakeholder achieve one's potential, and we strongly believe that you know this can be achieved through development of human capital, and skilling is an essential part of that. So that's why our larger focus is on skills. Your employment, employability, livelihood, income—these are so important issues in our lives. and how do you leverage collaboration to make your projects more efficient like you talked about skilling even as one concept requires a lot of expertise in different areas so skilling individually is not a one of activity so it requires a lot of collaboration with varied other people or organizations so how do you leverage collaboration to kind of make it more efficient you know collaboration and uh, convergence you know, these are the two things deepak which are at the core of our our strategy Uh, you rightly said you know skilling is an area wherein there are n number of different players around you who are working for similar goals with same objectives government of india leads that through national skill development corporation each state government also has a state skill mission 
so we work very closely with them you know the 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 idea is to achieve that scale which is which is needed you know with this huge gap in the skilled workforce that we see you know we really don't think that an individual entity can make a difference unless it collaborates and creates a very large network of like mind like minded people or like minded organizations to work towards that goal so therefore we work uh, you know with that strategy uh, like i mentioned we are a partner with nsdc uh, on skilling we also partner with uh, almost every state wherein we have our skill uh, development facilities uh, and then this very interesting collaboration with the employers also you know because it's not just about skilling people that we are aiming at it's also about making them employable and getting them employment opportunities also they touched upon the concept of scale another interesting project that you're working with nabad on is around integrating tribal development can you tell us about that you know nabad is another uh, uh, big partner that we have uh, for various of our projects particularly the projects on livelihood and water uh, so together you know at this point in time we are doing about 28 projects together with them and one of those is uh, a project in a very remote part of assam uh, wherein we are working with a group of tribals about 500 uh, households uh you know this location this particular place had a very typical uh, uh, agriculture practice we have all heard of uh, zoom cultivation and they practice zoom you know so essentially what they would do is they they'll clear a piece of forest land uh, do agriculture on that uh, do farming on that for 3 2 to 3 years and then uh, migrate to another piece of land so you know there was a lot of pressure on the forest also because of this practice so we selected about 500 households there uh, under the tribal development fund of nabad and for each household we are assisting the household to set up an horticulture plantation on on one acre of land uh, so that's the principal crop that every household then then grows and then also takes vegetable or some other you know local uh, uh, crops uh, as the intercrops so with this what has happened is that you know from 20000 25 5000 earnings a year suddenly their incomes have gone up to 70000 80000 rupees uh, a year uh, so there is two to three times multiplication of or increase in their incomes and we have recently picked up another similar project in west bengal we're just waiting for the lockdown to end and then begin our operations there so there will be another set of 500 rivals in district midinapur of west bengal where we will begin this project now this was about the organizations or i would say the government aspect of it that you work with even at the employee level you have engaged them in an employee volunteering program named roshni how do you align that with the mission of dharmya bharat group and make sure that it gets embedded into the employee culture and how are you progressing with that so so you know this 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 uh, volunteering initiative was launched about 4 years ago so this is uh, what we call roshni uh, under this program every employee at dalmia bharat is allowed 16 hours uh, to go out and volunteer uh, so so it's practically two days but one can actually spread these 16 hours over a longer duration of time also and we help uh, the employees find opportunities with the local ngos to go out and uh, and volunteer and we do this based on you know their interest uh, areas so if somebody is interested in uh, working with uh, 
the the shelterless then we find an opportunity with an appropriate ngo for these employees to go out and work with uh, with, with that set of uh, people if somebody is interested in working with children then we find them the opportunity to go out and work uh, with an ngo you know which is working with children um what we have largely seen and deepak this is not new to us this has come from various researches around implementing uh, that it improves you know people's mental and physical health both you know it makes them happier and the happier souls are more productive at workplace what are some of the other projects that you look forward to do and what are some of the themes that you would want to venture into in you know one thing uh, one idea which has sort of come to us uh, during this lockdown period deepak is that uh, you know many of us Uh, who have access to technology uh, who uh, are digitally literate i think the lives have been slightly easier for us right we are still able to communicate uh, we are still able to order things online uh, get those delivered at our doorsteps uh, look for information which is important to us so we have been able to do that uh so dalmia bharat foundation dalmia bharat foundation we have been working on digital literacy for quite a while and we have partnered with the uh, hp uh, on that uh, so we have this word on wheels that we are operating at about eight different locations currently but now that we have seen you know the necessity of being digitally literate you know one of the things that we are going to do for sure deepak is to focus more on that so we are going to reach out to people around our facilities and make them digitally literate so that you know they also have access to the things that we have uh, currently which they do not have so that's one area you know but, but besides that you know uh, the larger focus i think is also going to be on climate change uh, as you would know that uh, you know we uh, our cement business per se has uh, committed to be Uh, you know and is and has committed to be one of the most sustainable uh, cement companies globally we have committed to re100 uh, we intend to be carbon neutral cement manufacturer by 2040 uh, so we see a lot of opportunities for communities around us you know while we achieve these goals you know for instance uh, if one of the levers is going to be migration from uh, fossil fuel to biofuels then there then we see a lot of opportunity for communities around us in terms of their livelihoods uh, in cultivating you know those kind of uh, uh, fuels or 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 plant plantations which can be used as a fuel by the by by our manufacturing companies so so bamboo for instance can be one one major lever uh, and bamboo plantation can be a a good livelihood opportunity for communities around us so we are now seriously considering to get into those territories also where there is more organic link between the communities and our and our business processes and there is more sustainable livelihood that we can generate for our stakeholders through those processes now i would like for you to give a one line advice to a particular set of people so what would be your one line of advice to csr heads in the sector you know i don't think i will give an advice to my peers uh, in this sector but uh, i'll just mention you know something uh, which i think has helped me a lot and that is about you know understanding the business you know if a csr lead is able to understand the business well, then the integration of csr happens very well with the business and i think integration of csr into the business is something you know that everyone uh looks forward to right so i think that's very critical to me i think that has really helped uh, so so i think that's what i would say on this
and what would be that advice for ngos and social enterprises you well, know i have also you know i myself worked in ngos uh, in fact that was the pre csr era uh, otherwise um, but i think the ngos need to be very focused they need to set very clear goals for themselves i think that's very critical and if that's done and if that focus is there then i think uh, everything else falls in place and what would be that one line of advice that you can give to an implementation agency i think now is the time to specialize uh, you know we have seen organizations around us various kinds of implementing agencies some of them come to us and they are ready to implement any program for us be it in the healthcare sector be it in the education sector or be it in um, you know soil and water conservation or or anything and then there is another set of organizations which specialize you know i'll give you an example of bif you know bif specializes in animal husbandry uh, and and agriculture right so you know when you collaborate with these kind of specialized organizations you think that they are bringing some value uh, to your program right so i think it is time for implementing agency to look at those specializations specialize in one one area and then you know be there as as the leading uh, implementing partner and lastly what would be that one line of advice for innovators in the space the only thing i can say is that uh, one should dare to fail thank you so much for joining us vishal it's been a pleasure having thank you so much deepak thank you